0: Good morning folks, how are you all today? Larry here from the Daily Larb, Tuesday the twenty first of November. It's a uh, mild enough morning here in Dublin. Uh it's dry, thankfully, although there's a high risk of precipitation, not to worry. It's what makes the place green, isn't it? So you can't uh you can't not like it. Well <laughs> you can but it won't do any good. If you're listening on Anchor, you're probably getting this straight off the bat. Uh, later on in the day, I shoot this out on uh, Spreaker. It goes out on iTunes, Google Play too. and uh, It's a daily show. It's kind of just rough and ready stuff that I put together and uh, a bit of an experiment, you know. The Larb is the weekly show over on LarryJMcGuire.com. It goes out on iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio and bunch of other platforms and you can get on Spreaker too um, and the subject matter that I cover uh, generally is around the broad subject of creativity, art and work and how creativity is blended in our work or not as the case may be and I like to get to talk to creative people about what they're doing and Uh, writers about how they write, musicians about how they uh, create music and people in general who make stuff, who are creative in their work Um, because it interests me greatly. Uh, We have a society that predominantly drives people towards a particular way of working and it says that we've got to row in become part of the machine and uh, many of us many of us move into that way of working and thinking and behaving by default you know and that's fine um our society is built on these predominant means of work and methods of work um but for a lot of us we hit a point where it doesn't work anymore um, many of us probably know from early on that what we're doing is not really what we want to do, but rather what we're encouraged to do by other people. And um, I think we need to do something about that, you know. And uh, I bring my own personal experience to it, because uh, although my work for a long time uh, has been very good to me, and has put clothes on my back, food on the table, and a roof over my head, and provided some, uh, I suppose, creative satisfaction too Uh, it wasn't really what I wanted to do but and I fell out of love with it for a long time but then subsequent to that uh, I gave it up and then I found it again and realised although I realised it before uh, in kind of practical terms experiential terms I realised that um, it's not about the work that you can do whatever work you want to do, and you can make it enjoyable, but it's about more your your attitude towards it, and how you blend it with yourself, you know, and uh, how you allow yourself express through what it is you're doing. So I think it's more about attitude and approach uh, than the physical work the practical work that we do if that makes sense I'd love to know your opinion on that that's been my experience and I know my experience is not everybody's there may be similarities uh, to yours but uh, there is truth in the notion that many people are doing stuff that they don't want to do I do believe that that it's not connected to their heart And, and maybe that's because they haven't found a connection or or maybe it's because it's just not what they want. You could be an accountant crunching numbers when really you want to be an artist painting pictures. Um, but I think somehow we've got to make a connection between what we're doing and what we want to do because if we're dissatisfied with our work, if we're in our work and we hate it and we resent it, well, it's not going to be healthy for us, is it? And I believe that it's never going to get us to where we want to go, Ultimately. So, in all of this goes on, you know, you go out into your day and into your work and you either love it, you hate it, or you're somewhere in between. And maybe the day of the week or the time of year has an influence on whether you love it or the degree to which you love it or you hate it. But really, um, is that is that healthy? Is that, is that a true reflection of your feeling about it i mean if you're happier on a friday because it's the so-called end of the week than you will be on a monday because it's the start of the week and you've got all this work to do well there's something wrong uh, and maybe by virtue of uh, your your working life up to this point um, you have found yourself in a particular position where the people you work for have an expectation of what you need to be doing. They expect you to work your bollocks off and, and half kill yourself uh, because that's their idea of what it means to work. Um, that's their idea of uh, what it means to be valuable. Well, then um, you put yourself there, did you not? You know, Did you adopt these ideas maybe from your parents or from the people that you worked with, your peer group? That's what you grew up in. I know that's what I grew up in. The harder you worked, the uh, more valuable you were. Uh, that's what I, the belief I grew up with. Um, although at the same time, we have this notion that we need to take it easy too. So we have this kind of pull and push stuff going on, pulling and dragging. Two different ideas dragging on our, our ourselves. Um, but I think it's a flawed idea that we must work incredibly hard in order to be worthy of uh the paycheck or the or whatever it is at the end of the month um I think it's a flawed notion, but we've got to go through that at the same time in order to figure it out, but if we don't figure it out, we'd spend our lives working our bollocks off and never getting anywhere you know for me um it's not about that anymore, although I have to keep myself in check because um If I get caught up in that notion, and it's very easy to, uh, you could find, and certainly I find, that I encourage others to do that. I find that I encourage my kids to do that, you know, to hurry up and stuff. And uh, there's merit in moving fast. There's merit in, in getting stuff done quickly and efficiently. Of course there is. However, you have to be enthused by it. Like if you're engaged in a particular piece of work and it's... It's given you energy and you're you're engaged with it completely well then I think you'll naturally move fast, you'll naturally move with efficiency and you'll you'll want to create the best means of of carrying that out. but if you're not engaged with it if it's if it feels like a toil, if it feels like a tax on you and and you work hard and you push yourself to be efficient uh, and to get it done. Um to the fastest degree, it's going to kill you it's going to burn you out. there's no doubt about it. and I think the most successful people on the planet, this is what I think it's just true observation, anecdotal observation is that they're doing stuff that they really enjoy, you know that it energizes them, and they move fast, they move with efficiency um and to everybody else looking in, this is the uh, benchmark to success, you know. When in fact, really, we have it wrong. We're looking at it from the wrong perspective. We're looking from the outside in and we don't see the full picture. And even the people themselves, in their explanation of it, in their, their uh, analysis of their own behavior, their own work, and in an effort to encourage everyone else to the same enjoyment as they have, they maybe analyze it incorrectly they believe you've got to work hard and they tell you've got to work hard. And that's fine, but it's the cart before the horse. You know, you first of all have to be engaged with the work. The work has to energize you, you know. And without that, without that love of us, and that's what it means to love your work, in my opinion. Um, well, uh, all the effort in the world will be wasted, you know. You've got to be coming at it from the right place. What do you think? Let me know. So staying on this subject of work, as I work today, doing a little bit of work for a a lady who's refurbishing our home, and as I work away, um, I recall a realisation I had about maybe seven or eight years ago, where it dawned on me that all my effort towards producing top quality the best I could do and my insistence on delivering that created in me a a particular turmoil Um, and let me explain you see not everybody in the world wants the best not everybody in the world wants the greatest or the most refined or your best effort most people in fact just want mediocre and When you find yourself in a position where you're doing a piece of work for somebody or you're commissioned to create a piece of art or um, although that might be an exception now that I think of it. But let's say you're engaged in work for somebody. You're producing something and you're doing your damnedest to create the best but you know that they don't want the best. Something inside you knows that they want something less than that. And you price it accordingly. Yet, here you are trying to deliver your utmost. Um, can you see where you may be pulled asunder by this? Because, on the one hand, you're trying to create your best work. On the other hand, you're not getting paid for it. You know you're not getting paid for it. Because, um, they don't want it. And you, they've, you can feel the pressure for you to deliver what it is you're delivering at uh, the cheapest price possible. And so you're you're broken into and it's a, it's a tough place to be. Um, so what do you do about that? Well, I still maintain that we should always do our best. I still maintain we should always give the best that we've got. However, there has to be an alignment with the expectation of whoever it is we're delivering that piece of work for. And if you're already in a position where you're working for somebody who doesn't really want your best, who just wants cheap, or average, and, well then it's too late, Um, you just got to deal with it, get through it, get over it, and for the next one, you got to make sure that you're in the right place before you even price it, or be in the right place where you can even recognise that the person um, with which you're about to engage is not worth it, because, and it's difficult, you know, when you start out first, or or you you get into that pattern of behaviour, where, you accept everything or you're not picky about the type of work that you do or you're desperate when you're desperate you're screwed you'll take anything and that's the the prime fertile ground for turmoil inner turmoil which your work because as i explained you can't possibly do the best that you want to do when the price is low now all of this stuff um all of this stuff is predominant in let's say the world of things, you know, where, uh, let's say, the carpenter or the uh, the plumber or the builder uh, is engaged in work and building stuff and making stuff and fixing stuff. Now, there is a bit of a crossover into the creative world where you've got, let's say, uh, a cabinet maker or um, a woodworker who's creating a piece of furniture um, or carving something wonderful from a single piece of oak or something like that right Um, where they may be commissioned to do a piece of work for someone and their skint broke Uh, they're desperate for work and they'll take on this commission even though they know they're not getting paid um, uh, an amount that they should be getting paid so it's a difficult place to be and I know all artists and creatives and crafts people struggle with this but the the one thing I must say in all of it is that it's self-created. And if before you engage in any work for yourself, if you're doing your own thing or you're about to go out on your own and do your own thing, you've got to get in a good place. So there's merit in working where you're working and accepting where you're at. And to come, move on from what I was talking about earlier, uh, if you cut that piece, you've got to Be okay with where you're at. Do it and know that it's leading you to something better. Make a few bob doing that. Squirrel a few bob away. Give yourself a good foundation that you can actually move on to doing that thing that you really want to do. So the stuff that you're doing right now might not be ideal. But if you move from a place of hateness, if you move towards what you really want to do, From a place of discomfort and dissatisfaction and and, uh, angst and uh, all of those emotions. Well, you're not going to make the right decision. It's as simple as that. And everything that you do then in this thing that you love will be fractured. And you'll just be in the wrong place. And eventually you'll come to hate it just as much as you did or you do the stuff that you're doing right now. So make peace at where you are. Have fun doing what you're doing. Know that it's leading you to something better. Give yourself a good foundation to move on to that something better. And when you do make the move, you know you have the financial uh, foundation to do it with comfort. And you can accept the jobs that you want to accept. Because if your skin broke and you go move on to your art, to your craft, or whatever it happens to be, uh, full time, well, you're going to accept anything and everything. And that just leads you down the wrong path. And that's been my experience, and uh, I hope it's of some benefit to you, because um, it's of benefit to me now. With hindsight, it's uh, totally is. So um, that's it. Work is fascinating to me, you know. And work, work is such a big part of our lives. We spend most of our most of our waking hours working, um, so you better love it. There's no doubt about it or if you don't particularly love it if it's not ideal you got to you got to make peace with it at least for the time being until you're in a better place to move to something else um because uh otherwise it, it just uh well it's not good for you not good for the soul i'm going to wrap it up at that for today's daily lab episode um if you're listening on Spreaker, or iTunes, or Google Play, or some other platform, I'd encourage you to get over to Anchor, because there's some extra stuff over there, Uh, I record other material that doesn't actually make it into the episodes, and um, you might be interested in it, so uh, that's it from me, for now, on the podcast, Uh, this has been episode 26 I believe, I hope I have that right, I think it is, 26, and if it's not, well then it's something like that. But um, anyway, that's it for now. I'll check you later. Take it easy.